Fresh Delivery Show presents the Dirty 30 with the First appearance on the Dirty 30, we have the Grand Booba. What do you do, baby? It's the Grand Booba. You know, your boy, co-host, Fresh Delivery Show. And I'm here tonight on this special edition of the Dirty 30 podcast, which is an open forum, 30-minute, you know, soapbox, you know, talk about any grievances, anything that's, you know, bothering you, that anything that's trapping you inside your heart, you can just let it out. And tonight, I just want to touch on the Jay-Z partnership with the NFL and how a lot of people are looking at it. And let me just preface by saying this, first of all, that it's, it's funny how, you know, <clears throat> celebrities, they always want to involve themselves in different ventures. And for some reason, it always comes about with questioning and it comes about with, you know, I don't know, like there's, 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 in other words, there's a lot of angst that people are, you know, are thinking about. And, uh, all right. So, like I said, a lot of people are developing a lot of angst about certain issues that involve, you know, sports and politics and how it shouldn't mix. So with all that, I came up with five questions. And the first one I have to ask myself is, is this a good move for Jay-Z? And to answer that, it's a simple yes. And the reason is because is Jay-Z has the opportunity, Jay-Z has the platform, Jay-Z has the financial means, he has what it takes to affect change. And why not affect change by basically going to a league that is having problems with changes? So I think it's a no-brainer for him to, you know, simply say, hey, you know, I want to partner you guys. I want to partner up with you guys, and let's do this thing. And it all started out with him partnering with the NFL in terms of changing up the halftime show and, you know, musical performances, musical ventures, you know, just having a base, basic, you know, just input on music. And then, Per usual, it would always turn sideways when you have celebrities that are involved in the press, in the media, um, whenever Jay-Z and Roger Goodell got together in the middle of their press conference and someone brings up the whole social justice issue and how Colin Kaepernick knelt and it has gone in vain and people probably forgot about it. So I came up with this question, which is number two. Does this help fix the NFL's image problem? And the answer to that is maybe, maybe not. Maybe because Jay-Z will be a perfect start to not only gain back the black fans who deem that the NFL is considered, you know, a bit of a racist league, you know, ever since Colin Kaepernick was pretty much blackballed. So this is probably like a way of bringing us back to watching football again. And maybe not because, you know, if you watch the NFL like I do, if anyone else doesn't watch the NFL, it will probably be because that they pretty much screwed up the whole Kaepernick situation and they pretty much screw up everything else. Whether it's rule changes, whether it's appeasing owners, whether it's suspending players or over punishing them and then all of a sudden you come back and you review the punishment and you say, oh damn, I think I kind of came down a little too hard, so let me just scale it back. Or maybe it's the commissioner who was so gung-ho that wanted a $40 million contract and pretty much 
punked his way into getting that money. And on top of that, I got a private jet. But I'm sorry, I'm digressing. So <clears throat> with that being said, the NFL does have an image problem. Sorry. But Jay-Z could be the cure to fixing all of that. Question number three, how does that help fix an even bigger issue than they have, which is what I brought up, the social justice initiative? And I think it would, you know, actually change the narrative in terms of, hey, you know, Kaepernick lost his job, but then at the same time, Kaepernick served his purpose. And his purpose was to let people be aware that, hey, there's police brutality going on. There are people that are having their rights infringed upon and he brought it to light. And I think with Jay-Z on board, can also lend a hand in the social justice initiatives. And as a matter of fact, I just found out that Jay-Z has been a part of like many social justice cases. I mean, he's helped you know, people in Texas in terms of immigration laws that were wrongfully incarcerated. He hired lawyers for them and was able to get them off. He also got involved with 21 Savage, who was wrongfully detained, also hired a lawyer and was able to get 21 Savage off. So he's done a lot of things behind the scenes in terms of social injustice. And for those of you celebrities out there that are calling him out, calling him a sellout or whatnot, yeah, you know, he is a sellout. He sold out a bunch of stadiums, okay, <laughs> during his time as a musician, okay, as a rapper, and he went to your favorite city and he performed your favorite songs. So you can miss me with all that sellout shit. <clears throat> so which leads to my next question, is Jay-Z a sellout? No, he's not. In my eyes, he will never be a sellout. I think that he's a brilliant businessman. I think that he is going about his business the way he should. And the fact that he's getting into the NFL, he wants to become a part owner, and he has Rock Nation as a sports agency, that is brilliant. That is basically his way of saying, hey, you know what, I'm a boss, and I don't have to play by your rules. So whenever you, know, you, you want to cut off this partnership, I can walk out. So I also look at it as he could be infiltrating the system from within in order to affect real change which is also a smart move. I mean, if I had his means, if I had his capabilities, I would probably do the same. So I came with all of this to say this, how would all this play out? Man, knowing the NFL, I just hope and pray that they don't screw this up because whatever they touch, it does turn into crap. And I feel like Jay-Z being a part of the NFL would be such a tremendous get. And on top of that, I'm hoping that he becomes a part owner of an NFL football team, if not soon. So, <clears throat> all right. I also had something else in mind. I also wanted to touch on, uh, you know, uh, a football team that's near and dear to my heart, which are the Washington Redskins. And I, I don't even know where to start, whether I should start with the offseason they had, which started with a tremendous draft, and then it led to tremendous signings and free agency, and then it led into the Trent Williams saga that we're going through right now. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Trent Williams is by far the best left tackle in all of the National Football League who happens to play for this football team, or will he ever play for this football team? And 
let's just say that the last two years he's experienced a growth on his head that was deemed a you know malign tumor. So they, the medical staff, the team medical staff, I should say, told him to, hey, you know, it's no big deal. You can play through it, but you should have it checked. So he's gone two years playing with this growth on his head, and it got to the point where it swelled up, and it also affected him putting on his helmet. And what does the medical staff do? They have it checked. So once they have it checked out, they come back to him and they told <clears throat> and they told him that his tumor it might have been a malign tumor and that he needed to get his affairs in order. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when a medical staff tells you for two years that, hey, you know, it's just a simple growth on your head, you know, don't worry about it, just go out there and play. And then two years later, you come back to that same medical staff that told you that it was okay, tell you to get your affairs in order. That is a problem. And if I'm Trent Williams, I am pissed off beyond pissed off. To be told that your affairs need to be in order, that's pretty much saying, hey, you know, this is serious. Let your family, let your kids know. Yada, 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 sis, boom, ba. And what happens? Okay. He goes, he gets it taken care of, and he was told that it was a benign tumor. Or, in fact, it wasn't even a tumor. It was just a growth that needed to be removed, and it's benign. Nothing happened. So that's the reason why he's holding out. And he's holding out for medical reasons and also money. He wants his contract to be redone. Now, I don't blame him for two seconds for, number one, feeling some type of way about the medical staff, and number two, feeling some type of way about his contract. But from the organization standpoint, I do understand that they can't give him new money, number one, because they're in the middle of renegotiating other contracts. And then number two, legally, they're not allowed to divulge any medical information whatsoever about players due to HIPAA laws. <clears throat> so unfortunately, Trent Williams is at an impasse. And now it's a game of chicken. And now we're just going to have to wait and see if he's going to show up for week one against the Eagles, which I probably don't think he will. And to be honest with you, if I'm in his shoes, if I'm in his, excuse me, if I'm in his shoes, I wouldn't. I would be like, look, trade me, do what you have to do. Whatever it is that you're telling me, I'm just not buying it anymore. So I'm of that thought that I guess it's time for us to move on from Trent. I love that guy dearly. I mean, he busted his ass for us. But at the same time, if you don't want to be here, you don't want to be here. So, oh, well. Toodles, my friend. Hopefully we get a lot back from you. Hopefully we get a first, a second, and maybe a fifth. Maybe. I don't know. But I wish the best. Um, also, another news. Uh, in baseball, man, we're having ourselves a fun pennant race. And just so you guys know, I'm a Nats fan as well. I'm pretty sure that uh, Cotton Man is thrilled about me talking about the Nats right now since he's a Yankees fan. But I got to give him his props. You know, his Yankees are doing well. And as a matter of fact, since May 24th, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Nats, all three teams had the best record in baseball, which is pretty impressive. And <clears throat> as of right now, the Nationals are ahead of the wild card race. And I'm excited about this pennant race. I'm excited and I love pennant baseball, especially when it comes down to the last week of the season when 
it comes down to that one game, and you need that one game to get into the playoffs. So that's going to be fun stuff. All right. Well, also, I guess while I'm talking to you guys, I'm eating uh, Burger King. Thank you, Burger King, for this wonderful meal. And uh, I've been hearing all this craze about the Impossible Whopper and how it's 100% Whopper, 0% beef. And I'm just here to, you know, try this out. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a quick bite out of this Impossible Whopper. If you guys can hear me unwrap it, good for you. If you guys have had it, I'll just be sure to, you know, put a link on the page or just start a uh, question on the page and let me know how you guys like it. So I'm going to go ahead and take a bite out of this 0% beef Impossible Whopper. Oh, also, by the way, I do have another Whopper. All right, so I just took a bite out of that Impossible Whopper. And I must say, it it tastes just like the Whopper. Tastes just like it. Like, it really does. Um, And I think the fact that they pack it with with lettuce and tomatoes and pickles, it kind of... Yeah, it kind of disguises the, you know, the taste a little bit. So it kind of masks it. But I actually like it. And uh, for those of you that are vegan out there, maybe it's a good option for you, you know? This is really good, guys. Burger King, you guys have done it again, man. I mean... You guys are stepping your game up with your burgers. I don't know too much about y'all tacos. But then again, why would you want to go to Burger King for tacos? All right, well, let's fix Taco Tuesday, as LeBron would say. Oh, yeah, real quick, um, as I'm talking about LeBron, I have no problem with LeBron doing those Taco Tuesday videos every Tuesday. And he's been getting a lot of flack about it. And honestly, people should just leave him alone. I think LeBron's a great guy. And I also think that the Lakers are going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. So, you heard it here first. I got the Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. And then the East, I really don't know. The East is kind of up and down. I want to say Philly... But Philly's young. I want to say Boston, but I feel like Gordon Hayward's not going to play no more than 50 games. And he's a bit of a waste. So, I don't know. But anyways, I'm going to take a bite out of the Whopper just to compare and contrast the Whopper and the Impossible Whopper. See, so what I like about the Whopper is I love the aftertaste of the Whopper. I think it's awesome. But you get this, like, smoky, like, taste. Now, I take a bite of the Impossible Whopper. Mm. 
You don't get that aftertaste, but it still tastes like a Whopper. So I think Burger King is on to something here. And also when you get their packaging, it comes with a uh, white and green packaging. So I guess they kind of want to let you know that they're environmental friendly somewhat. But let's just face it. They're just doing it for the money. By the way, you guys can only get it here at the Dirty 30 podcast because it's dirty and it's 30 minutes long. All right. So I just want to touch on something about Jay-Z really quick. Um, I also like that Charlemagne the God challenged Jay-Z, asking him, hey, since you are partnering with the NFL, um, how do you feel about the whole Kaepernick thing? Are you going to keep on with the social injustice movement? And Jay-Z responded, I, I think we're past that point now. We don't have to worry about, you know, the whole Kaepernick. Kaepernick did his thing. Now it's time for us to do something about it. And I thought that was beautiful the way he answered that question because he pretty much told Charlamagne and the God to shut the hell up. Because that guy does have a big mouth. And I don't know if y'all listen to his podcast or his radio show, The Breakfast Club. I used to be a fan of it, but now, like, the guy has become a complete caricature of himself. And whatever, he's just a, he's just a clown. He's a clown hat. All right, I'm going in bite number five. <clears throat> mm. So, guys, if you ever go to Burger King, let me know what y'all think about the Impossible Whopper. I personally would get it again. I like it. And if you do get the Impossible Whopper, just be sure to get it with the original Whopper, just to compare and contrast, because sometimes people may want to get the Impossible Whopper, and then they might be like, uh, I don't like it. I'm just going to go back to the Whopper. So you can just go ahead and do that. I apologize if I'm heavily smacking or moaning on the microphone, but if this ain't for you, this ain't for you. Yeah. I want to shout out the cotton man. He's a good dude. He's a Yankees fan. And that's where it ends. Oh man, this is so good. This is so good. Like I need I think I need to stop. No, I'm not going to stop. 
See, I like it when I go back and forth between the original Whopper and the Imp Impossible Whopper. I like it. It kind of gives you that aftertaste, and then you get that vegan taste, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. All right. You know what? I think I'm just going to save it. I'm going to Power Ranger it. Power Ranger it. So just so you guys know, I have half of a Whopper and half of an Impossible Whopper. I guess I'm just going to go ahead and finish it maybe tomorrow or something. Yeah. And just seal it tight. Seal it nice and tight. You hear that? So yeah, guys. Um, okay, I guess that's my cue. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, guys. You know, I enjoy hearing from y'all. You know, especially on the web page. You know, especially when I posted that article about Jay Z and partnering with the NFL. You know, I do appreciate y'all feedback on it. Just let me know what you guys think. You know, is he doing the right thing? Is he, is he being a sellout? And you already know, I told y'all that he's a sellout in terms of selling out concerts. He's a beast at that. So, like I said, I just want to know y'all feedback. And I just want to, you know, take this off my chest. You know, I just hate it when people are, that are in position to, you know, do things to help people being tarnished like that. That's just wrong. So, I don't like it. And neither should you. And going back to the skins, I think that we should just go ahead and cut our losses with uh, Trent Williams and just say, hey, look, you know, thanks a lot, man. You've been here for like, what, nine seasons with us? Or I should say eight now because he literally played his last season last season. And just, we just need to cut our ties. That's it. We're done. You know? All right. Well, I guess that about covers it. <clears throat> hmm. That about covers it. I mean, I did talk of baseball. I did talk about Jay-Z. I did talk about football. Oh, you know, I am excited about football season. You know, I'm still excited about football season, no matter what. No matter what my team goes through, I'm still excited about it. You know, I just can't wait to pick games, you know, I do on a weekly basis. And I also have my own fantasy league that I'm running, um, which is kind of a pain in the ass to do. But for those of you that are commissioners out there that are doing it, props to you guys. Um, I'm shooting for a live fantasy draft this year, you know, which is my first time doing it. So wish me luck on that. And, uh, hey, guys, keep, keep plugging in to our show. You know what I mean? Keep plugging into the fresh delivery. We got big things coming up. You know, we got big things in the works. You know, your boy Graham Booba, you know, he going to be on the, on the gram, on the Twitter. And I'll do a, uh, a much better job of being on the book too. So just keep looking out for us.
Yeah. <clears throat> and oh, I enjoy the Impossible Whopper, so I forgot to grade it. So on the scale to one to ten, I would give it an eight point five. Simply because of the texture, because it looked like a Whopper, and the amount of vegetables and tomatoes that they put on there kind of masked, you know, the taste. So it made it seem like it's not a veggie patty. It's just a really good packed Whopper. So compared to the uh, original Whopper, it's actually quite the same. So it's really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, I totally forgot about the Wizards. And how they completely changed over their front office um, by hiring Antoine Jameson as director of pro personnel, um, promoting Tommy Shepard from interim GM to permanent GM, which is a good move. And also, one thing that caught my eye about the whole situation was that this whole front office structure was based on a conversation that Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Wizards, had with Barack Obama. Yes, our Barack Obama, our beloved president, had a conversation with the owner of the Washington Wizards and pretty much asked him, hey, you know, how would you go about fixing, you know, the issues with my team? And you're asking someone who literally ran an entire country or pretty much ran the free world advice? and you take it and you run with it, kudos to you, Leonsis. I am so happy to hear that. And as a result, we have a new front office structure, which is basically a model that we follow from the LA Clippers. And who would have thought, right, that years ago, who would have thought that nowadays we would follow the Clippers as a model franchise? You know, kudos to them too for getting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Hence the intro, what it do, baby? That's my guy, man. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually uh I'm I might I'm I'm a root hard for the uh Clippers this year, man. Even though you know the Wizards are gonna be down. I mean, that's still my team, but I gotta have a team to, you know, root for, you know, in the meantime. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I like I like the Clippers. I like I like what they're doing over there. I like the whole Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you know, that Michael and Scotty 2.0. You got Patrick Beverly, you know, you got Lou Williams, who could be, if I were to compare Lou Williams to any player or any backup player on the Bulls team in the 90s, I would say Lou Williams is a, he's a hybrid between John Paxson and BJ Armstrong. Like he's that guy that he will come off the bench and he'll get you buckets, like out of nowhere buckets. So if the Wizards can build their team like the Clippers, Man, I'll tell you what, in a few years, the Wizards could be making noise. And we can go back to the days of Gilbert Arenas, Antoine Jameson, and Karan Butler with the big three. And speaking of that team, the 06-07 Wizards team will be featured on NBA 2K20, and I am super, super excited about that. And for those of you that are video gamers out there, I just want to throw it out there. I do love to play video games. So if y'all want to see me on the uh, on the Madden or on the 2K, you can see me on the Xbox One. My gamer tag is Bubarian, B-O-U-B-A-R-I-A-N. So if you want to come get this work, hit me up. Come get this work. So, 
Yeah, I, I just can't believe I totally remissed that. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm also excited about, you know, the upcoming NBA season, the upcoming NFL season. So that's, uh, let's do it. All righty. <clears throat> so I want to thank you guys for, you know, giving me the time to listen. I'm sorry, listen. Give you all the time to, you know, pretty much air out my grievances, you know, touch on whatever is on my mind. You know, you can find me on Instagram at the Grand Booba. You can also find me on Twitter at Grand Booba. And you can find me on Facebook too. You can find me on all the platforms. Yeah, because that's how I do it. So I'm out, y'all. Peace.
what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking us out on the Fresh Delivery Show. You can listen to us on other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Spotify, whichever one you like. Make sure you like one of them or all of them. Make sure you follow us on the gram at The Fresh Delivery and on Facebook, The Fresh Delivery Show. And if there's something you like, hit that heart or like. Maybe you get it once, twice, anything that's nice. that the voice memo can only be a minute long but basically what i'm saying is i was just talking about the jay-z and partnership with the nfl and possible ownership of a team just like a couple days ago to my followers on instagram and i think it's a great move honestly i think it'd be dope for them to do a partnership and for me in my personal opinion jay-z moved so silently that he probably did contact cap and they both agreed like yo we're not going to talk about it we're going to act like we never talked and that's probably why Cap was like, y'all, I'm good, you know? Like, I already know what's coming. But I feel like, if anything, Jay-Z is going to actually become an owner of a NFL team also, along with the partnership. And he's going to make Cap, like, head honcho on that team. And I would not be surprised if Cap has a job after Jay-Z, you know, gets in and makes everything in motion. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying about billionaires making moves and moving differently. I also want to point out in addition that I don't like celebrities that are speaking out against Jay-Z in terms of him partnering with the NFL, like Dame Dash and Jermaine Dupree coming out saying that he's a sellout and that last year he was, he was told by Jay-Z to boycott the halftime show and now he's doing this. I mean, at the end of the day, the way I see it, Jay-Z is basically doing epic shit with, you know, he's doing epic shit without basic people. And that's, you know, the bottom line. He chose to, you know, live his life that way. That's the reason why he broke off with Dame Dash and Rockefeller. And that's the reason why he went on to bigger and better things. And that's why people like Dupree and Dash are just sitting on the sidelines, hoping that one day they will get called in the game. I mean, anyways, that's my two take on it. So I appreciate the response. And uh, thanks for listening to the uh, open podcast. And this is your boy, Graham Booba. I'm out.